Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. This is The World in 10 for Thursday, the 19th of January. I'm Tom Clayton. And I'm Bev Rimmer. Ardern steps down as Prime Minister of New Zealand. My term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. And a senior government minister is killed in Ukraine. So far there's no evidence of anything other than a tragic accident. It's been six years of ups and downs, but New Zealand's Prime Minister has decided to step aside. This summer I had hoped to find a way to prepare not just for another year, but another term because that is what this year requires. I have not been able to do that. And so today I'm announcing that I will not be seeking re-election and that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. Jacinda Ardern broke records when she was first elected, becoming New Zealand's youngest leader at the age of 36. The country's third ever female Prime Minister has said it's time to go, as she said she has nothing left in the tank. I know there will be much discussion in the aftermath of this decision as to what the so-called real reason was. I can tell you that what I'm sharing today is it. Times Radio asked Chelsea Daniels, the news director and senior reporter with radio network News Talk ZB in Auckland, whether Miss Ardern was as popular now as when she first became Prime Minister. Not really. Freedom protesters, the, the lot that are you know protesting vaccine mandates, COVID, everything, to the point uh, where they're called, being called anti-Ardern protesters now, uh, they turned up right outside the Labour venue with bagpipes shouting freedom. Uh, if that gives you any indication <laughs> of, of what the other side thinks, then that's it. During the COVID pandemic, New Zealand was put under some of the harshest lockdown restrictions in the world, with Ardern's zero-tolerance policy making headlines straight away. She was praised for how she handled what's become known as one of New Zealand's darkest days, when 51 people were murdered in separate attacks at mosques in Christchurch in March 2019. She'll officially leave office on February the 7th with a general election to follow on October the 14th. At least 14 people, including a child and a government minister, have been killed in a helicopter crash 12 miles from Kyiv. The aircraft came down in heavy fog on Wednesday, crashing into a kindergarten in a suburb of the Ukrainian capital. Interior Minister Denis Monastirsky was on board, along with his deputy Yevhen Enin and seven other people. There were no survivors. Among the dead were five people on the ground. Twenty-five were injured, fifteen of them children. Speaking at the World Economic Forum in Davos, President Zelensky called it a black morning for Ukraine. Fourteen of Ukrainian families lost their loved ones today, and many more 
world families are losing daily because of the war. Mr. Monastirsky, who was 42, has become the most senior Ukrainian official to die since the start of the country's war with Russia. Other ministers have described his death as a great loss to Ukraine. Witnesses to the crash described a fireball erupting in the sky before screams burst forth from the kindergarten building and parents rushed across to save their children. President Zelensky has ordered an investigation which is being carried out by the state security service, the SBU. Russia has not spoken about the crash and the United Kingdom's defence secretary has told us it may not be a case of foul play. Ben Wallace spoke on Wednesday afternoon. So far there's no evidence of anything other than a tragic accident. Uh, I spoke to Minister Reznikov to pass on the government's condolences. He was with the Minister of Interior only yesterday and I think it's just very sad that this happened. That's the news that Ukraine's interior minister, Denis Monastirsky, has been killed in a helicopter crash in a suburb of Kyiv, along with at least 13 other people, including a child. You're listening to The World in 10 from the Times of London, analysis and insights into global events, all in just 10 minutes. Coming up, processed by app, how modern technology is helping people fleeing Mexico to seek asylum, and processed by California, an attempt to make the world's biggest pizza. As the cost of living continues to rise in many places around the world, workers are saying enough is enough. Workers are striking in many countries, especially in Europe, though coordinated strikes between unions in the UK could force a major standstill. Ambulance drivers, nurses, rail workers and post office staff are just some of those deciding to walk out. On Thursday, nurses at more than 55 NHS trusts in England walk out for a second successive day as they fight for more money. Royal College of Nursing General Secretary Pat Cullen says it's up to the government to sort this out. We have extended an olive branch, in fact the whole tree. We've said meet us halfway, so now come on, let's get round the table and let's stop the strikes. It's as the British Medical Association is calling for a form of the NHS pay review body, which advises the government on wages for the health service, saying it's a sham to describe it as independent. The report claims that ministers have interfered with every step of the pay review process for over a decade, which the government denies. Meanwhile, ambulance staff have announced more strikes, more than 10,000 members of the GMB union will take action on four dates, two in February and two in March. The union's general secretary, Rachel Harrison, says staff are done. Our message to the government is clear. Talk, pay, now. Instead, they've made things worse by demonising ambulance workers who provided life and limb cover on strike days. A mobile phone app is being used to help people fleeing Mexico to seek asylum in the United States. It's called CBP-1 and lets the user fill in important pre-screening information such as personal details. Some, like 24-year-old Diego Salas from Venezuela, have been thrilled with its rollout. He's been trying to get to the US since April, he says, and feels very excited. But the app has been so popular in the week it's been available that it's now started to run out of appointments. And some people have said it's only showing appointments hundreds of miles from where they are waiting. In order to be seen, the user must go to a border entry point on the Mexican side, but this has to be determined by the app. 
It's not much good for the likes of Jose Huerta, also from Venezuela, who has been told he has to make his way from Tijuana to the west near San Diego, a journey of more than 740 miles. I don't have money, says Jose. Now I have to walk. Some groups are calling for better protection for those travelling between border cities in this way. US Customs and Border Protection are yet to comment. Sport Now and John Jackson brings us the latest from the first tennis Grand Slam of the year, the Australian Open. Second seed Casper Ruud is out of the Australian Open tennis after losing in four sets to American debutante Jensen Brooksby. The Norwegian was twice a runner-up in Grand Slams last year, but came up short after saving three match points on his way to taking the third set. Ruud said that he felt tension and pain in his abdominal area midway through the match, but didn't blame his injury for the loss. I didn't feel like I played particularly bad or not the level that I wanted to play, but he just ended up winning many of the longer rallies and had sort of an answer to to all the questions that I asked him, sort of. <laughs> Brooksby's victory came a day after his countryman Mackenzie McDonald knocked defending champion Rafa Nadal out of the competition, and he spoke of their relationship following the match. From my perspective, I think we all push each other to really get better, and um, regardless of each guy's situation, and I think that's shown in a lot of the guys having strong results lately. The British actor Julian Sands has gone missing while on a hiking trail in the California mountains. Search crews have been working along the trail since Friday, though they had to pause at points during their search for him due to risk of avalanches. Sands, who's best known for appearing in A Room with a View, The Killing Fields and Leaving Las Vegas, has lived in L.A. since 2020. San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department has said in a statement, we continue to search by helicopter and drones when the weather permits. No comment has yet been made by Sands' family or close friends. And finally, sometimes a large pizza at the end of a tough week is just what you need to welcome the weekend. But how big is too big? While we may settle for a slice or two from a 13-inch pizza, people in California are attempting to break the world record attempt for the largest one ever made. Who's behind the attempt? It's Pizza Hut, who aimed to create a pie measuring 14,101 square feet, which will be divided into 68,000 slices once it's done. The pizza sauce will be applied to the dough with paint rollers before some lucky people add almost four tons of cheese and more than 630,000 pepperoni slices. Local food banks will benefit once the pizza is cooked. They'll be receiving boxes of giant slices to pass on to their users. I mean, of course, the main question is, would you add pineapple? Yes, that's not even a question. Don't give me any of this no fruit on a pizza rubbish how on earth do you categorize a tomato don't be silly and on that tasty note that's your world in 10 for thursday the 19th of january this podcast from the times is brought to you in partnership with google podcasts your history is a new podcast brought to you from the times and it brings together the real life stories from our obituaries desk which have been published for over a century In this brand new show, we build on this legacy and explore the endlessly fascinating lives who have enriched and informed our own. Join me and our sponsor, Ancestry, as we journey through your history. Hey. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 